0: This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. Inna alhamdulillahi na'maduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ughfiruhu. Wa na'udhu billahi min shuroori anfusina wa min sayyi'ati amalina. Min yahdihi allahu falamudillalah. Wa min yudlil falahadiyalah. وَشَرَّ الْأُمُورِ مُحْدَثَاتُهَا وَكُلَّ مُحْدَثَةٍ بِدْعَةٍ وَكُلَّ بِدْعَةٍ ضَلَالَةٍ وَكُلَّ ضَلَالَةٍ فِي الْنَارِ أَمَّا بَعْدٍ My dear respected brothers and sisters in Islam, the deen that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the religion that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen for us is the religion of Islam. And the word Islam means that you submit yourself or you submit your wills to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has explained it in a very beautiful way in which he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said المؤمنوا كالجمل in Qad wa in انستنيخ اناخ the Prophet wasallam says, the believer, the Muslim is like a camel that is reined. And if anyone makes the camel walk, the camel walks. And whenever the camel is instructed by its master to stop, it stops. This is the meaning of being a believer, being a Muslim. Allah subhanahu wa taala says, in the Quran, Ya ayyuhallaveena amanu, La tuqaddimu baina yada yillahi wa rasuli. O you who believed, do not put yourself before Allah and His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O La tuqaddimu baina yada yillahi wa rasuli, Do not proceed ahead of Allah and His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Meaning that Allah and His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, they have drawn the boundaries for the Muslims to remain within. As part of the religion and part of the deen. So when it comes to even our worldly matters, we have to stay within the boundaries of Islam. And unfortunately, sometimes we find Muslims that they cross those boundaries with some lame excuses. And in today's khutbah, I would like to draw your attention to some of those actions and practices that are commonly practiced among the Muslims. Unfortunately, but the Islam does not approve of them. And these are the practices particularly related to half of the deen, half of faith, half of iman. Which is none other than marriage and nikah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa has said that nikah and marriage for a believer is half of his and her faith and iman. And the Prophet sallallahu has also said nikahu min sunnati. Nikah is my sunnah. What is the difference between the nikah and the marriage of a Muslim and other than Muslims? The main difference is that for the Muslim marriage and nikah is not a just simply worldly matter. Rather it is part of the deen, it is part of the religion and it is the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and by this short and concise statement, ال- an in sunnati, nikah is my sunnah, my practice. The Prophet ﷺ has given the nikah special status within the deen of Allah. So it has to be conducted according to the teachings and the practices of Rasulullah. ﷺ. One of the common practices that we find amongst the Muslims. Or oh, you can say some so-called Muslim tribes or families Is the forced marriage Forced marriage Which in reality has nothing to do with the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah jalal did not give the authority to the parents Or the guardians of the groom or bride To force them to get married to someone they are not willing to In fact this is The consent and the agreement of the marriage and the nikah from both sides, from the groom and bride, this is the main element of the nikah. And if a daughter or son are forced to get married to someone they are not willing to, Islam has allowed them to cancel that marriage. Unfortunately, it is practiced by some so-called Muslim tribes or families. And such Muslims, they give bad name to the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In reality, it has nothing to do with the deen, with the religion of Islam. Islam does not approve of that. Unfortunately, we find Muslims, those who practice this bad practice, they have the excuse that we want to get our daughter, our son married to someone within the family so that we can strengthen the bonds of the family and relatives and relationship. Which is a completely lame excuse. Has Allah and His Messenger والسلام, allowed you, instructed you to to strengthen the bonds of the relationship and the relatives by forcing your own son and daughter to get married to someone they are not willing to know at all. A lady came to the Prophet. And she said, O Messenger of Allah, my father got me married to someone I was not willing to. Is my nikah valid? The Prophet said, it is up to you. If you want to honor the decision of your father, you can stay within this nikah. Otherwise, you can cancel it. And she said, I just wanted to establish the ruling. I just wanted to know the ruling with regards to this kind of situation. If the father or the wali or the guardian has any right or any authority to force their daughter and son to get married to someone they are not willing to. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa clearly said to her that your nikah can be cancelled if you are not in agreement of this nikah. But unfortunately we still find even living in this time and age that is known as modern time and we still find some parents who continue forcing their children to get married to someone within the family just with the excuse that they want to strengthen the bonds of the relationship and relatives which actually is not acceptable by the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Secondly, my dear brothers and sisters in Islam, when it comes to the actual wedding and the marriage, and the marriage party, you can say, oh, the gathering. Unfortunately, we find amongst the Muslims many practices that completely and clearly contradict the teachings of Allah and his messenger, sallallahu And one of them is exchanging the gold ring amongst the bride and groom. Whereas, according to the deen of Allah, according to the Islam, the religion of Islam, it is prohibited for men to wear the gold. It is not permissible. But unfortunately, again, people say this is the occasion of happiness and joy. So it is okay. It is only once in a lifetime. Has Allah and His Messenger have allowed you to cross the boundaries of the Sharia? To cross the boundaries of Islam only once in your lifetime? No. Rasulullah sallallahu says, One of you cannot be a true believer until and unless their desires are according or oh, under the commandment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And likewise, we find in many of the weddings that there is no segregation and the free mixing, and in top of on top of this, there are there is music and sometimes dance and these kind of things that have nothing to do with the deen of Allah will jalal wikram. Remember my dear brothers and sisters in Islam a principle That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his messenger alayhi salatu wa Did not simply prohibited adultery and fornication Rather the deen of Islam has actually closed all the doors and the channels That lead towards the adultery and fornication And this is the reason that we have hijab within the deen of Islam And this is the reason that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam they have created many barriers in that way so that people can stay away from this major sin. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, la taqrabu zina. La taqrabu zina. Do not go closer to zina and fornication. Allah did not say in this ayah do not commit fornication, rather he said do not go closer. So actually Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has instructed us to even keep all those doors and channels closed that can lead to fornication and adultery. And this is the reason that we have segregation in our gatherings. Likewise, my dear brothers and sisters in Islam, another practice that we find on the occasions of marriage and weddings that is compulsory gifts. Compulsory gifts. Uh, I personally do not know about the other cultures, but I know about the Asian culture. Within the Asian culture there is something that is called Nendra or Nyondra, which is a compulsory gift compulsory gift means that if I invited you to the marriage or wedding of my daughter and in the future and, and 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 you give me and you gave me some kind of gift or you gave gave gift to my daughter at the occasion of marriage and wedding then in the future if your daughter is going to get married and you invite me for the wedding I have to give a similar kind of gift or even higher in value and some people go even overboard and we have seen in some of the weddings that a person is sitting by the door of the marriage hall and he has the record of the whole of the whole family or all the relatives who had attended the previous wedding wedding and he keeps calling the names. And he keeps calling the names. And one by one everyone comes and they have to hand over the gifts. In the form of cash or gift or whatever. Again this is something that has nothing to do with the deen of Allah al Jalali wal Ikhram. Another bad practice that we find at the occasions of wedding is Al-Tabdeer wal Israf extravagance when it comes to arranging the food or other than food for example firework firework how much of money how much of wealth is actually burnt and wasted on the firework whereas Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has said لَيْسَ مِنَّا مَن تَشَبَّهَ بِغَيْرِنَا and he alayhi sallallahu alayhi also said إِنَّ أَعْضَمَا النِّكَاحِ barakatan muunatan, the nikah that has the greatest of the blessings, the nikah that has the most of the blessings is the nikah that is conducted in a, in a simple way, and especially when it comes to when it comes to israf and tabdeel, extravagance, this is something that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has clearly prohibited in the Quran. Allah says Give your relatives their due rights and give the poor and the needy their due rights and la Do not spend wastefully shayatin. Those who spend their wealth wastefully they are the brothers of the shayateen and the, and, and the devils To that extent Islam has disallowed or prohibited extravagance even when it comes to arranging a food. How many weddings we have attended and we find that people actually waste the food. Waste. Living in this country we must be thankful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has granted us security and safety and provision and everything alhamdulillah. But imagine... And think about those who are living in the tents, in the winter, in the hot weather. weather and they have nothing to eat or drink. Alhamdulillah, good thing is that the Muslims live in the UK, they donate a lot of wealth in the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in order to help those Muslims and other than Muslims around the globe. But when it comes to your own practices, my dear brother and sister in Islam, you also need to bear in mind that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited israf and tabdeer. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and ability to remain within the boundaries of Islam and to follow the footsteps and the practices of our beloved Nabi Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Shururi Amalina, My dear brothers and sisters in Islam, when it comes to practicing the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we should bear in mind. That all these restrictions and the legislations and the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are for our own benefit. As Allah says in the Quran, in Surah Al-Ma'idah, the surah that begins with some of the crucial instructions and, 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 and also legislations, within that surah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, مَا يُرِيدُ اللَّهُ لِيَجْعَلَ عليكم من حرج, by Putting these legislations in place, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not want to put any kind of difficulty on you. Rather, He subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to purify you and keep you safe and secure and pure. This is the whole reason of practicing the deen of Allah dhu May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq and ability. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us tawfiq to act upon the commandment of Allah dhu in which He subhanahu wa ta'ala says, "Ya أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا دُخُلُوا silmi O you who believed, enter into the deen of Islam completely. So follow the deen of Allah, the way Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is pleased with Innahu Husami and Mujib, Inna Laha Malaika, who you saloon Alan Nabi, Yahu Haladina Amanu Salu Ali, who was selling Mutas Lima, Allah Massali Allah Muhammad in Walla, Muhammad in Wabari, who was selling Mosali Ali, Robana Tina Fidunya Hassanat and Wafil Afroti Hassanat and Wakina Ada Banar, Subhana Rabika Bilizati and Maya Sifun, was Salamun Al Mursalina, Walhamdullah Bilalam. This recording was produced by Green Lane Mashdid. For more information, on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemusjid.org.